Hey, you heard it. He said, let go. So let's go. Hey, we're back. Uh, good to say it. We're back. Welcome to the Unfinished Business, a podcast presented to you by Talbert and Talbert. Good morning on this muggy Sunday, April 11th. Uh, it's a Southern California muggy Sunday morning. Um, but we're going to jump right into it. Coronavirus numbers are dwindling. They're declining. The numbers uh are leading to the reopening of several businesses uh, getting back to the new normal. I think we had a lesson from 2020 to 2021. We had an entire year. Uh, we had to unlearn what we learned as we discovered the curriculum in schools need to be revamped. So we, uh, I think what we learned, we're going to have to unlearn it and the kids are going to be teaching us something new. Uh, just have to wait and see. Um, Oh man, you wait. Beside that point, we had to uh, unsee what we saw, and uh, I will come back to that point. Uh, so keep that point in mind. Uh, me saying you have to unsee what we saw. Oh, hey man, did you see Godzilla versus King Kong? I did. I did. Great movie. Great movie, man. And I, you know, growing up, I didn't. Want, I didn't watch TV. I didn't. I wasn't into all this type of stuff, but. It's pretty exciting, man. I, I had a great time watching that movie. I didn't think I was going to, but it was an outstanding movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it, it's good. Like, they're doing a lot of these remakes. I know from your era, for us, we weren't able to you know, see, like, the, the premise, how they kind of started off with the, uh, you know, the old school Godzilla and the old school King Kong. But with all the remakes, you're able to kind of, you know, with the CGI, bring, like, a different sort of uh take on it and make it a little bit more fantastical and uh you know the the effects and so i'm able to share that with my son who is kind of into it now and he when we were watching it he kind of fell asleep on it so i, I watched it all the way through and what? i got in so he could get the full effect of it yeah i like the spin on it where they put the uh, sign language into it you know i, I you know it's pretty good where they're gonna have you know deaf people who can who can um uh, relate as well so yeah. i i did like that but over, overall i enjoyed the movie i did not think i was gonna like this movie when they said we're gonna see godzilla and kong king king kong like man i'd rather watch some porn bro <laughs> 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 i had no idea i was gonna watch a good movie but hey it is what it is but um hey going forward california surpassed sixty thousand deaths uh these numbers are are alarming but as you say, um, got to go get that shot. And uh, I'm taking a shot this Wednesday. My stepdaughter uh, is a pharmacist and at the spot where she uh, works is offering. Um, Hold up. You're not, see, you're glossing over the facts, though. You're saying, you know, you're encouraging people now. But why are you, why are you encouraging people now? I'm not encouraging people. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I, I I can't say what the next person is going to do. But I'm telling you, we have previous uh, shows, and it was it was not that you're you know you, you were thinking not to get it. 
So tell the people why. Well, here, here's my here's my reason why. Since you since you want to put me out there, here go my nephew putting me out there. Going to blast me out, bro. But here's the reason why I am taking the shot. Because me, I'm not gonna get too personal, but I'm I'm, I'm a person coming of age. And what I start seeing is when I go to the doctor, they start to whispering like, "Is he gonna take the shot?" Uh, he said he's thinking about it. He's undecided. So they start to tell me that, well, you cannot come here anymore unless you go take a rapid test and then come here. So each time I have to set a dentist appointment or a doctor appointment, I would have to go somewhere else, inconvenience myself, wake up early, go take a rapid test, and then go to the doctor appointment. That's too much. Yeah, I said that to say not to throw you out there, but to, to tell you what the, the overall plan is looking like as far as, you know, the mandate. And, you know, when they start to talk about, well, you can't come here unless you do this, or you can't go here unless you have this, that's just kind of like what's coming See, out. see, 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 you are a classic Talbert with, with that Hopkins background. You set me up. And that's okay. <laughs> Y'all, you set me up. But listen. I'm trying to make sure the people know what's going on out here, you know. And, and it's, like I said, it's, it's either it's good. It's, it's, it's your decision ultimately, you know. So it's not like an encouraging or, or discouraging. It's more so of like I just want people to be aware of what's what's possibly coming down the pike as far as these mandates. Uh, we all thought we talked about this in previous shows about how if you got if you want to travel somewhere, whether it's domestically or internationally, that was what was going to be put down the pike as far as you have to show that you had your vaccine. So it's it's a way of kind of influencing people to to go ahead and do it and, and the mandate says by set by this administration is looking like it's going down that pipe they want to vaccinate over well i think the number is like 50 percent of americans by a certain uh amount of time and they're already hitting those numbers right now so just letting people know just be aware you know that that is what's going to come down the pipe as far as a mandate goes yeah well with that being said, it, it isn't this administration. You have to understand it started with the last administration. This administration is carrying forward the 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 duties of the last administration because the last administration couldn't finish it out, obviously, for obvious reasons. So to me, this is just to me, I believe it's going to be a mandate. I believe after the 50% gets it done, they're going to require the other 50% to get it done. And if not, they're going to inconvenience you like they did me. Well, you, sir, you don't have to take the shot. But what you do have to do is each time you come here, you have to go take a rapid test. And they're going to make that place so far out of the way that you're going to have trouble getting back to your original appointment. It's just going to inconvenience you. So I decided I'm going to do it. So I'm going to let, you know, you know, and the listening audience know how it goes. Um, I, I don't I, I read about the shot I'm going to take. There was some problem taking the Johnson Johnson shot. I heard there was a few clinics that closed down. There was a mix up in in, in the um, dosages in, in um, North Carolina and Colorado. But, you know, I'm a praying man. I'm just going to pray that everything go well and, and go from there. Um. Uh, so now we're the elementary schools, middle schools and high schools are, are kind of reopening and they're reopening to some skepticism. Uh, I have grandchildren and I particularly just say, let, let's just finish this out. 
you know, let's just, you know, I don't know if uh, my great nephews and great nieces in school right now, but maybe, you, you know, you don't have that say. So, I, oh, as a matter of fact, you tell me you're taking them to school. So they are in school. But with my. My son, he's in elementary. See, this is like like you were saying, it's, it's kind of like a twist. Like I would rather them finish this out, you know, as far as like they've already started. This year's almost over. It's got two more months before, you know, the school year is over with anyway. Um, but with that being said, he already was going to school like like a, a minimum day type of a deal where it's like four hours a day, but with limited amount of capacity. But now um, with school starting back officially this tomorrow, um, we've decided that because they don't offer these after school programs. And, you know, when you have two parents that work, you need somebody to be able to, you know, look out for the kids until it's time for you to come pick them up. And so. In our case, with our son, who's in elementary, who can't just move and shake and, you know, get on a bus or do things like that and be responsible, he's going to be staying home for the, the remainder of the year for virtual. But my daughter, who's in uh, high school and is of, of age to be able to move and shake and be able to get to and from, she's going to go back to school. And the only reason why that is because what's been set up over these past couple of months with school, how kids have gotten out of their routine you know they've gotten lazy they've gotten to become you know more self-sufficient with the, the the technology and not being able to get into a routine and you got to break that mold when you got high schoolers and, and almost getting ready for the world you got to kind of you know prepare them for you know a schedule a regimen and so we were noticing with her and and with a lot of her friends and a lot of you know just that age group that they've become homebodies and, and more, you know, reliant on a machine instead of, you know, the face-to-face -face, uh, uh, communications and the face-to-face -face dialogue with, with other people. So, you know, it's, we're hoping to, you know, break that cycle and, and get them ready, even though it is only going to be two months. It's, it's something that can propel them to, you know, the next school year. I totally agree. I mean, I, I see that in my grandchildren themselves. You know, um, I see them. I don't know if they're in school or if they're playing Fortnite. I don't know actually what they're actually doing, man. I, I mean, you know, just so tricky these days. Even, even with the learning, if you have to have someone, which is a teacher's job, is to teach the children. It isn't a computer's job that's data's inputted off a Rolodex, a mass Rolodex to give you the answers. So, uh, you know, I'm of the old school. I think they should take these computers and not let the kids have access to computers when they go back to school and just take it back to an old school learning. Now, I know Huckleberry Finn and the whole curriculum got to be thrown away with this, what we learned during the pandemic. We learned that what was going on in the African-American uh, community wasn't being taught in the schools. So a lot of that, that curriculum may have to be uh, reintroduced, but we yeah. uh, we'll we'll wait to see how how that happens. Um, I think they should they think they should uh, sterilize the schools up and down for the next two months, and then give somebody you know some security and think that when the kids come back, this is what we have. I know I know they have things that are, are everything isn't fail proof, so something is going to happen. You know, um, yeah. you know, but. You got 
the pew and everything. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. So and everything else, cancel culture in schools now. Yeah, it's a whole new way of thinking, whole new way. I think we we're, we're gonna be the one like you said earlier in the segment that we're gonna be the ones learning what's acceptable and, and what's what from our kids because it's a whole new reset on everything, not just from school, but just in, in culture, uh, period. And the world is definitely taking a turn towards, uh, uh, I guess, politically correctness. It's got to watch what you say, watch what you do, because especially with everything being accessible on the internet, I tell my daughter all the time, you got to be careful what you put out there because once you put it out there, it is accessible for everybody to see and it ain't going nowhere you know tweets tweets last forever a lot of people are learning that now in this day and age you might have did something about seven years ago or wrote something that you were feeling in your heart seven years ago and then you become a big deal and somebody finds that tweet and then you're pretty much gonna have to pay for those words even though you might not feel that same way in this current time absolutely and and that and that happens i was going to say something over the airways but i better not say it because every idea you put out there somebody will take it i I just wish that we can accumulate enough money to uh get these ideas or even introduce them because uh, you said something that i'll talk to you more offline about that uh like i said once you put an idea out there people with money take it and use it as their own Mm -hmm. so you know, we just got to get some money together, man, uh, from a source, uh, uh, hit a lottery or something, and then uh, come back to what ideas you have. But uh, speaking of going back to things, I told you I was going to come back to unsee what you saw. Man, this Derek Chauvin case, <laughs> to me, what's being displayed and what I'm looking at is not a case of a former police officer. I think I'm looking at not. No, I don't say I'm a think because I'm going to tell you what I'm looking at. In my opinion, I'm looking at science versus law. Mm. I'm not looking at Derek Chauvin. They want you to not see the facts that the knee was on his neck for nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. They want you to unsee that. Mm-hmm. So they're they're introducing ideas of. Uh, how asphyxiation works. Um, Well, he died from all these underlying health conditions. So the defensive attorney is smart. He's getting, he's getting and having the plaintiffs, which is the prosecution, argue with one another. He's having them discredit one another. It's a slick maneuver. This dude is one guy. And to me, me, just me looking in. And I'm not a professional. I'm not an expert, but I'm just a, a layman person watching a trial. And he's doing a good job of having these people go against each other. And now you got 20 year old jurors. These jurors are not 35, 40 experienced like these 20, 21 year old, uh, almost adults. You know, 18. I guess in some states they say adult. 21, you're you're fully an adult. But uh, you know, the thinking, you know, the cognitive listening and and to listen and watch how this guy flips it you know what he does is he turns a witness into his witness he turns a prosecution witness into his own witness it, it, and then he gets the the two people to debate so with me i'm not watching a, a former officer uh derek Chauvin trial i'm definitely not watching a george floyd trial because they killed him already yeah 
this is this is exactly why I told you I'm staying away from it. I don't. Need, I I get most of my updates from you, right? And you know, I'll, you know I'll, I'll check out the news, and you know that's the first thing that they want to talk about as far as you know what 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 today's uh, testimony and what what's been put out there. I'm trying to stay away from it because it, the case is closed. In my opinion, it was closed a month months ago when I saw the the video. Well, it's one of those things where it's it's going to end bad for, for all parties, you know, and um, especially for Minnesota or Minneapolis, whenever uh, the verdict comes in and, and, it, and it's the wrong one. It's just it's just not a good look, man. I mean, it, the, there's no there shouldn't even be a trial, in my opinion. This, the man murdered this this young man on television for everybody to see. Uh, like you said, the, whatever the defense is doing uh, for uh, the, the officer, uh, is he's doing his job. It, it is what it is. He's trying to put a, a spin on it. But we all know with our eyes what happened. And, and that that's just that, that's just the facts of it. And I, I can't I don't want to poison my mind with seeing that over and over and over again when I know what happened and, and they know what happened. So they just need to go ahead and wrap this thing up, make the decision that they're gonna that they're gonna make, and live with the 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 ramifications afterwards. You know. Yeah, there right. will there will be consequences. And I used to like I said, I told you gonna come back to this. Unsee what you saw. Yeah. I want you to unsee what yeah. your eyes saw because let's say let let's say we're all blind, and now the narrator. All he's doing is want is wanting you to listen to what he's saying. And to me, he's twisting the prosecution already. Some points they get in, but overall, he's he's twisting it. But uh, let's jump into health, man. Let's get away from that because uh, that just makes us kind of upset as African American men. And and you know, I watch it and I film it and I do it because I have a a newborn. And later on down the line, I want to show him how this kind of works out let alone a host of nephews and and nieces so let's jump into health man um it's a good idea to go see a doctor man any kind of symptom that you have the coronavirus symptoms are not the only ones that are out there they are silent and hidden killers that's going to kill you just as fast as as the coronavirus will so uh i know the coronavirus is a big deal i know they want to keep you focused on this coronavirus i get it and i know i know it's real I know you can catch it. I know you can die from it. But all those other underlining conditions that which once it attacks your mucous membranes and then it starts to suffocate you, what are what are those? What are those called? There's just no name for those anymore? Well, the hypertension, the high blood pressure, and those things, uh, they just can't go away. So just be mindful as men and women, you know, if you – Feel a health scare, don't be afraid to go to the doctor, or at least now it's easy. You can call your doctor and you can have a, 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 a telephone interview with them. So we want you to take care of your overall health. We want to keep you around, especially, you know, your family, you know, my family and your internal family and your and your uh, outside family. It's best to know early so you can prevent anything from spreading and get on top of whatever the condition is and try to treat it as fast as possible. Absolutely. Not, not knowing is to your detriment. Right. In last episode, um, we introduced the, uh, some new things. 
there's a blog we have there's an open store website that that we got uh set up and we, we want to keep growing because in this pandemic we want to let you know we just didn't just sit around and twiddle our thumbs and think of what to do next we want to get out ahead of things so with those two exciting things that we introduced the blog and the uh on st online store there are items that that are being introduced there's there's hair and there's uh, sorts of other things to 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 be looked at also um in this edition what i've came up with is a group therapy with a renowned pastor and spiritual advisor that i have that i that i uh confide with uh we have a lineup for you to listen to and you don't you don't have to join you can just take a listen and see if you like the topic if you do you can you can you can put your input in and if you don't you know we're not asking nothing but that's what we're going to introduce uh later on down the line also uh, there's a soul food opportunity there's opportunity with a with a well-known uh, investor that's given an opportunity to take advantage of a fully operable deli and they want to turn this into a, a, a soul food Sunday. So we're excited about that. And uh, we're going to see where it goes. We just want to put those those uh, endeavors out there for you to utilize. Definitely. We're, uh, let the people know where they could uh, tune into that. Yeah, you, know, you it's going to be here on the podcast. We're, we're going to um, we're going to we're, we're going to uh, have the pastors and spiritual advisors advisors information available to you. And this I'll have to get out to you um, after his sermon today. So after I speak to him today, we'll have to get that out to you. And um, the deli and the soulful Sunday, it's here locally in southern. Uh, Southern California, nice area, good, clean deli. And uh, there's just a day that that's been set aside by a, a, a good person of mine, good friend of mine to uh, go out and, and get involved with the community. And all that we don't sell, we're going to give away to to less fortunate. Definitely. Well, let me give you a quick. No, no. Before you do that, my dog got a haircut. <laughs> now go ahead. <laughs> Listen, Peter. Hey, Peter is listening, but go ahead. Your turn. Yeah, you know, like we said, whatever you put out there, you gotta live with it. <laughs> um, of course, today, or excuse me, a few days ago, we had to deal with the passing of uh, rap mogul, hip hop artist DMX, passed at age fifty uh, from uh, complications of a stroke. He uh, was in induced coma. Uh, finally, uh, the family had to uh, make the call to pull the plug. Uh, DMX is a big part of a lot of uh, people in my era's uh, youth and uh, definitely will stand the test of time. His music will live on. Sold over 70 million records um, in his career. Was one of the best hip-hop performers of all time. Probably the best show I've ever seen live and in person during the uh, Rough Rider Cash Money Tour. Uh, man, I'd never forget that tour and uh, the way he just put his heart and soul into his performances. He was a definite rap god and will definitely be missed. Um, there's there's just all kind of rumors out there. There was people talk about he had the, uh, the vaccine and that may have uh, given him uh, the stroke and led to complications to his death, but that was all rumor and uh, you know other rumors that are out now jay and beyonce have bought his masters and are going to give it back to his 15 kids and people are saying the 17 only has 15 um 
on my Haslam list is the bloggers and the people who are just so quick to put stuff out there without, you know, fact checking it. Just being real and being respectful of a gentleman who gave, gave so much to us just to, you know, get a, a clout chase and to be able to just kind of put out false information just for they can get clickbait. But, um, you know, he'll be missed. And um, that's, that's just the short. I wanted to just kind of dedicate the entertainment segment to him. He was a, a definite big pillar in, in my rap journey. And he was one of the guys who we used to come out to during our uh, – uh, my high school days when I played basketball, he was uh, the Rough Rider anthem is what we played to get ready for the game and to come out and our, our starting lineups with that song. So rest in peace to DMX. And for uh, Sports Two Cents, do a quick little rundown. Lakers blew out the the Nets in Brooklyn, one twenty six to one on one. Kyrie and Dennis Schroeder both got kicked out. Um, didn't really matter. It looked like that game was in hand from the Lakers from the get go. Kind of sad that you got the, the big, the big two, the big three, uh, in, in Brooklyn getting blown out by the big nobodies because the Lakers don't even have AD or Braun right now and still handle them pretty, pretty easily. Um, A Rod bought or is buying the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Minnesota Lynx from the NBA and the WNBA. Um, the NFL draft uh, is less than a month away, April 29th. We have a ton of teams positioning themselves for young quarterbacks that are available. Uh, the 49ers uh, made a move from 12 to 3 with the Dolphins. The Dolphins moved back up from 12 to 6 with the Eagles. And my New York Jets traded away former third pick Sam Darnold to the Panthers, signaling they will be picking a young quarterback with the number two pick, possibly Zach Wilson out of BYU. And lastly, baseball's back. Uh, it's up and running. We got uh, first two weeks uh, almost in the books today. Um, some stadiums are, are are basically half capacity or 15 to 25% with hopes uh, by the summertime being able to be 100% all uh, dependent upon, you know, vaccinations and uh, some of the numbers that come from the coronavirus. And uh, that's my two cents for this week. Hey, we want to uh, say a salute to Mr. DMX, Mr. Earl Simmons, uh, his raspy voice and, and that and that baritone uh, raspy rap. Uh, Y'all gonna make me lose my mind, uh, boy. That was a Count, banger. Countless uh, amount of songs, and like we were talking about before, when when somebody passed away, you really get a you get to go back and listen to some of the things that he did, man. He has countless amount of hit songs and just songs that just hit you to your core, you know. Uh, it's just too many to name. Right. And he had also turned around, uh, gave his life to God, and started that 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 spiritual, that prayer uh, line where he had uh, kind of turned the corner a little bit. But may God rest his soul. Um, we definitely wish the best for uh his family going forward, but uh, we have to wrap this up. It's been uh, a minute before we were on, and uh, we're going to go ahead and check out, and we're going to ask that God continue to bless you, continue to keep you, and uh, we'll be back. Yes, sir. Ciao. For now. We gone. Let's go. Hey, you heard it. He said, let go, so let's go. Hey, we're back.
Uh, good to say it. We're back. Welcome to the Unfinished Business, a podcast presented to you by Talbert and Talbert. Good morning on this muggy Sunday, April 11th. Uh, it's a Southern California muggy Sunday morning. Um, but we're going to jump right into it. Coronavirus numbers are dwindling. They're declining. The numbers uh, are leading to the reopening of several businesses uh, getting back to the new normal. I think we had a lesson from 2020 to 2021. We had an entire year. Uh, we had to unlearn what we learned as we discovered the curriculum in schools need to be revamped. So we, uh, I think what we learned, we're going to have to unlearn it and the kids are going to be teaching us something new. Uh, just have to wait and see. Um, Oh man, you wait. Beside that point, we had to uh, unsee what we saw, and uh, I will come back to that point. Uh, so keep that point in mind. Uh, me saying you have to unsee what we saw. Oh, hey man, did you see Godzilla versus King Kong? I did. I did. Great movie. Great movie, man. And I, you know, growing up, I didn't want. I didn't watch TV. I didn't. I wasn't into all this type of stuff, but. It's pretty exciting, man. I, I had a great time watching that movie. I didn't think I was going to, but it was an outstanding movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it, it's good. Like they're doing a lot of these remakes. I know from your era, for us, we weren't able to, you know, see like the the premise how they kind of started off with the, uh, you know, the old school Godzilla and the old school King Kong. But with all the remakes, you're able to kind of, you know, with the CGI, bring like a different sort of uh take on it and make it a little bit more fantasy fantasical and uh you know the the effects and so i'm able to share that with my son who is kind of into it now and he when we were watching it he kind of fell asleep on it so i, I watched it all the way through and what? i got in so he could get the full effect of it yeah i like the spin on it where they put the uh, sign language into it you know i, I you know it's pretty good where they're gonna have you know deaf people who can who can um uh, relate as well so yeah. i i did like that but over, overall i enjoyed the movie i did not think i was gonna like this movie when they said we're gonna see godzilla and kong king king kong like man i'd rather watch some porn bro <laughs> 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 i had no idea i was gonna watch a good movie but hey it is what it is but um hey going forward california surpassed sixty thousand deaths uh these numbers are are alarming but as you say, um, got to go get that shot. And uh, I'm taking a shot this Wednesday. My stepdaughter uh, is a pharmacist and at the spot where she uh, works is offering. Um, Hold up. You're not, see, you're glossing over the facts, though. You're saying, you know, you're encouraging people now. But why are you, why are you encouraging people now? I'm not encouraging people. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I, I I can't say what the next person is going to do. But I'm telling you, we have previous uh, shows, and it was it was not that you're you know you, you were thinking not to get it. So mm -hmm. tell the people why. Well, here here's my here's my reason why. Since you since you want to put me out there, here go my nephew putting me out there, going to blast me out, bro. But here's the reason why I am taking the shot because me, I'm not gonna get too personal, but I'm I'm, I'm a person coming of age. And what I start seeing is when I go to the doctor, they start to whispering like, is he going to take the shot? 
Uh, he said he's thinking about it. He's undecided. So they start to tell me that, well, you cannot come here anymore unless you go take a rapid test and then come here. So each time I have to set a dentist appointment or a doctor appointment, I would have to go somewhere else, inconvenience myself, wake up early, go take a rapid test, and then go to the doctor appointment. That's too much. Yeah, I said that to say, not to throw you out there, but to, to tell you what the, the overall plan is looking like as far as, you know, the mandate. And, you know, when they start to talk about, well, you can't come here unless you do this, or you can't go here unless you have this, that's just kind of like what's coming See, out. see, 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 you are a classic Talbert with, with that Hopkins background. You set me up. And that's okay. <laughs> Y'all, you set me up. But listen. I'm trying to make sure that people know what's going on out here. You know, and, and it's, like I said, it's, it's either it's good. It's, it's, it's your decision ultimately, you know. So it's not like an encouraging or, or discouraging. It's more so of like I just want people to be aware of what's what's possibly coming down the pipe as far as these mandates. Uh, we all don't, we talked about this in previous shows about how if you got it, if you want to travel somewhere, whether it's domestically or internationally, that was what was going to be put down the pike as far as you have to show that you had your vaccine. So it's, it's a way of kind of influencing people to, to go ahead and do it. And, and the mandate says by set by this administration is looking like it's going down that pike. They want to vaccinate over, well, I think the number is like 50% of Americans by a certain uh, amount of time and they're already hitting those numbers right now so just letting people know just be aware you know that that is what's going to come down the pipe as far as a mandate goes yeah well with that being said it, it isn't this administration you have to understand it started with the last administration this administration is carrying forward the 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 duties of the last administration because the last administration couldn't finish it out obviously for obvious reasons so to me, this is just to me, I believe it's going to be a mandate. I believe after the 50% gets it done, they're going to require the other 50% to get it done. And if not, they're going to inconvenience you like they did me. Well, you, sir, you don't have to take the shot. But what you do have to do is each time you come here, you have to go take a rapid test. And they're going to make that place so far out of the way that you're going to have trouble getting back to your original appointment. It's just gonna inconvenience you. So I decided I'm going to do it. So I'm gonna let you know, you know, and the listening audience know how it goes. Um, I, I don't, I, I read about the shot I'm gonna take. There was some problem taking the Johnson Johnson shot. I heard there was a few clinics that closed down. There was a mix up in in, in the um, dosages in, in um, North Carolina and Colorado, but you know, I'm a praying man. I'm just going to pray that everything go well and, and go from there. Definitely. Um, uh, so now we're the elementary schools, middle schools and high schools are, are kind of reopening and they're reopening to some skepticism. Uh, I have grandchildren. And I particularly just say, Let, let's just finish this out. You know, let's just, you know, I don't know if uh, my great nephews and great nieces in school right now, but Maybe, you, you know, you don't have that say. So, I, oh, as a matter of fact, you tell me you're taking them to school. So they are in school. But with yeah, my. Kind of a difference. Like, uh, with, uh, with my son, Khalil, he's in elementary. 
See, this is like like you were saying. It's it's kind of like a twist. Like I would rather them finish this out. You know, as far as like they've already started this year's almost over. It's got two more months before you know the school year is over with anyway. Um, but with that being said, he already was going to school like like a a minimum day type of a deal where it's like four hours a day, but with limited amount of capacity. But now. Um, with school starting back officially this tomorrow, um, we've decided that because they don't offer these after school programs. And, you know, when you have two parents that work, you need somebody to be able to, you know, look out for the kids until it's time for you to come pick them up. And so in our case with our son, who's in elementary, who can't just move and shake and, you know, get on a bus or do things like that and be responsible. He's going to be staying home for the, the remainder of the year for virtual but my daughter who's in uh, high school and is of, of age to be able to move and shake and be able to get to and from she's going to go back to school and the only reason why that is because what's been set up over these past couple of months with school how kids have gotten out of their routine you know they've gotten lazy they've gotten to become you know more self-sufficient with the 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 technology and not being able to get into a routine and you got to break that mold when you got high schoolers and, and almost getting ready for the world you got to kind of you know prepare them for you know a schedule a regimen and so we were noticing with her and and with a lot of her friends and a lot of you know just that age group that they've become homebodies and, and more you know reliant on a machine instead of you know the face-to-face communications and the face-to-face dialogue with with other people so you know it's we're hoping to you know break that cycle and, and get them ready even though it is only going to be two months it's, it's something that can propel them to you know the next school year i totally agree i mean i, I see that in my grandchildren themselves you know um i see them i don't know if they're in school or if they're playing Fortnite, I don't know actually what they're actually doing, man. I, I mean, you know, just so tricky these days, even even with the learning, if you have to have someone, which is a teacher's job is to teach the children. It isn't a computer's job that's data is inputted off a Rolodex of mass Rolodex to give you the answers. So you know, I'm of the old school. I think they should take these computers and not let the kids have access to computers when they go back to school and just take it back to an old school learning. Now, I know Huckleberry Finn and the whole curriculum got to be thrown away with this. What we learned during the pandemic, we learned that what was going on in the African-American uh, community wasn't being taught in the schools. So a lot of that that curriculum may have to be uh, reintroduced. But yeah. we uh, we'll, we'll wait to see. How how that happens? Um, I think they should. I think they should uh, sterilize the schools up and down for the next two months, and then give somebody you know some security and think that when the kids come back, this is what we have. I know. I know they have things that are, are everything isn't fail proof, so something is going to happen. You know. Um, yeah. You know, but you got the pew and everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Cancel culture in schools now. Yeah, it's a whole new way of thinking, whole new way. I think we we're, we're gonna be the one, like you said earlier in the segment, that we're gonna be the ones learning 
what's acceptable and, and what's what from our kids because it's a whole new reset on everything, not just from school, but just in, in culture, uh, period. And the world is definitely taking a turn towards, uh, uh, I guess, politically correctness. It's got to watch what you say, watch what you do, because especially with everything being accessible on the internet, I tell my daughter all the time, you got to be careful what you put out there because once you put it out there, it is accessible for everybody to see and it ain't going nowhere you know tweets tweets last forever a lot of people are learning that now in this day and age you might have did something about seven years ago or wrote something that you were feeling in your heart seven years ago and then you become a big deal and somebody finds that tweet and then you're pretty much gonna have to pay for those words even though you might not feel that same way in this current time absolutely and and that and that happens i was going to say something over the airways but i better not say it because every idea you put out there somebody will take it i I just wish that we can accumulate enough money to uh get these ideas or even introduce them because uh, you said something that i'll talk to you more offline about that uh like i said once you put an idea out there people with money take it and use it as their own Mm -hmm. so you know we just got to get some money together, man, uh, from a source, uh, uh, hit a lottery or something, and then uh, come back to what ideas you have. But uh, speaking of going back to things, I told you I was going to come back to unsee what you saw. Man, this Derek Chauvin case, <laughs> to me, what's being displayed and what I'm looking at is not a case of a former police officer. I think I'm looking at not. Nah, no, nah, I don't say I'm a think because I'm going to tell you what I'm looking at. In my opinion, I'm looking at science versus law. Mm. I'm not looking at Derek Chauvin. They want you to not see the facts that the knee was on his neck for nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. They want you to unsee that. Mm-hmm. So they're they're introducing ideas of. Uh, how asphyxiation works. Um, Well, he died from all these underlying health conditions. So the defensive attorney is smart. He's getting, he's getting and having the plaintiffs, which is the prosecution, argue with one another. He's having them discredit one another. It's a slick maneuver. This dude is one guy. And to me, me, just me looking in, and I'm not a professional, I'm not an expert, but I'm just a, a layman person watching a trial. And he's doing a good job of having these people go against each other. And now you got 20-year-old jurors. These jurors are not 35, 40 experienced like these 20, 21-year-old uh almost adults, you know, 18, I guess in some states they say adult, 21, you're you're fully an adult, but uh, you know, the thinking, you know, the cognitive listening and and to listen and watch how this guy flips it you know what he does is he turns a witness into his witness he turns a prosecution witness into his own witness it, it, and then he gets the the two people to debate so with me i'm not watching a, a former officer uh derek Chauvin trial i'm definitely not watching a george floyd trial because they killed him already yeah uh, this is this is exactly why I told you I'm staying away from it. I don't. Need, I, I get most of my updates from you, right? And, you know, sometimes I'll you know I'll, I'll 
check out the news and you know that's the first thing that they want to talk about as far as you know what what, what today's uh testimony and what what's been put out there i'm trying to stay away from it because it, the case is closed in my opinion it was closed a month months ago when i saw the the video well it's one of those things where it's it's gonna end bad for, for all parties you know and um especially for minnesota or minneapolis whenever uh the verdict comes in and, and, and it's the wrong one. It's just, it's just not a good look, man. I mean, it, the, there's no, there shouldn't even be a trial in my opinion. This, the man murdered this, this young man on television for everybody to see. Uh, like you said, the, whatever the defense is doing uh, for uh, the, the officer uh, is he's doing his job. It, it is what it is. He's trying to put a, a spin on it, but we all know with our eyes what happened and, and that that's just that that's just the facts of it I, I can't i don't want to poison my mind with seeing that over and over and over again when i know what happened and, and they know what happened so they just need to go ahead and wrap this thing up make the decision that they're gonna that they're gonna make and live with the 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 ramifications afterwards you know yeah there will be, there will be consequences and i used to like i said i told you gonna come back to this unsee what you saw yeah. I want you to unsee what yeah. your eyes saw because let's say let let's say we're all blind and now the narrator all he's doing is want is wanting you to listen to what he's saying and to me he's twisting the prosecution already some points they get in but overall he's he's twisting it but uh, let's jump into health man let's get away from that because uh that just makes us kind of upset as African American men and and you know I watch it and I film it and I do it because I have a a newborn and later on down the line, I want to show them how this kind of works out, uh, let alone a host of nephews and, and nieces. So let's jump into health, man. Um, It's a good idea to go see a doctor, man. Any kind of symptoms that you have, the coronavirus symptoms are not the only ones that are out there. They are silent and hidden killers that are going to kill you just as fast as as the coronavirus will so uh i know the coronavirus is the big deal i know they want to keep you focused on this coronavirus i get it and i'm no i know it's real i know you can catch it i know you can die from it but all those other underlining conditions that which once it attacks your mucous membranes and then it starts to suffocate you what are what are those what are those called there's just no name for those anymore well, the hypertension, the high blood pressure, and those things, uh, they just can't go away. So just be mindful as men and women. You know, If you feel a health scare, don't be afraid to go to the doctor, or at least now it's easy. You can call your doctor, and you can have a, 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 a telephone interview with them. So we want you to take care of your overall health. We want to keep you around, especially, you know, your family, you know, my family and your internal family and your and your uh, outside family. It's best to know early so you can prevent anything from spreading and get on top of whatever the condition is and try to treat it as fast as possible. Absolutely. Not, not knowing this to your detriment. Right. In last episode, um, we introduced the, that, uh, some new things. Uh, there's a blog we have. There's an open store website that that we got uh, set up, 
and we, we want to keep growing because in this pandemic, we want to let you know we just didn't just sit around and twiddle our thumbs and think of what to do next. We want to get out ahead of things. So with those two exciting things that we introduced, the blog and the uh, on st online store, there are items that, that are being introduced. There's, there's hair and there's uh, sorts of other things to 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 be looked at also um in this edition what i've came up with is a group therapy with a renowned pastor and spiritual advisor that i have that i that i uh confide with uh we have a lineup for you to listen to and you don't you don't have to join you can just take a listen and see if you like the topic if you do you can you can you can put your input in and if you don't you know we're not asking nothing but that's what we're going to introduce uh later on down the line also uh, there's a soul food opportunity there's opportunity with a with a well-known uh, investor that's given an opportunity to take advantage of a fully operable deli and they want to turn this into a, a, a soul food Sunday. So we're excited about that. And uh, we're going to see where it goes. We just want to put those those uh, endeavors out there for you to utilize. Definitely. We're, uh, let the people know where they could uh, tune into that. Yeah, you, you. It's going to be here on the podcast. We're, we're going to. Um, we're going to. We're, we're going to uh, have the pastors and spiritual advisors, advisors information available to you. And this, I'll have to get out to you um, after his sermon today. So after I speak to him today, we'll have to get that out to you. And um, the deli and the soul food Sunday, it's here locally in southern. Uh, Southern California, nice area, good, clean deli. And uh, there's just a day that that's been set aside by a, a, a good person of mine, good friend of mine to uh, go out and, and get involved with the community. And all that we don't sell, we're going to give away to to the less fortunate. Definitely. Well, let me give you a quick. No, no. Before you do that, my dog got a haircut. <laughs> now go ahead. <laughs> Listen, Peter. Hey, Peter is listening, but go ahead. Your turn. Yeah, you know, like we said, whatever you put out there, you gotta live with it. <laughs> um, of course, today, or excuse me, a few days ago, we had to deal with the passing of uh, rap mogul, hip hop artist DMX, passed at age fifty uh, from uh, complications of a stroke. He uh, was in induced coma. Uh, finally, uh, the family had to uh, make the call to pull the plug. Um, DMX is a big part of a lot of uh, people in my era's uh, youth and uh, definitely will stand the test of time. His music will live on. Sold over 70 million records um, in his career. Was one of the best hip-hop performers of all time. Probably the best show I've ever seen live and in person during the uh, Rough Rider Cash Money Tour. Uh, man, I'll never forget that tour and uh, the way he just put his heart and soul into his performances. He was a definite rap god and will definitely be missed. Um, there's there's just all kind of rumors out there. There was people talk about he had the, uh, the vaccine and that may have uh, given him uh, the stroke and led to complications to his death, but that was all rumor and uh, you know other rumors that are out now jay and beyonce have bought his masters and are going to give it back to his 15 kids and people are saying it's 17 he only has 15 um but on my hazard list is the bloggers and the people who are just so quick to put stuff out there 
without, you know, fact checking and just being real and being respectful of a gentleman who gave, gave so much to us just to, you know, get a, a clout chase and to be able to just kind of put out false information just for they can get clickbait. But, um, you know, he'll be missed. And um, that's, that's just the short, I wanted to just kind of dedicate the entertainment segment to him. He was a, a definite big pillar in, in my rap journey. And he was one of the guys who we used to come out to during our, uh, uh, my high school days when I played basketball, he was uh, the Rough Rider anthem is what we played to get ready for the game and to come out and our, our starting lineups with that song. So rest in peace to DMX. And for uh, Sports Two Cents, do a quick little rundown. Lakers blew out the the Nets in Brooklyn, one twenty six to one on one. Kyrie and Dennis Schroeder both got kicked out. Um, didn't really matter. It looked like that game was in hand from the Lakers from the get go. Kind of sad that you got the, the big, the big two, the big three, uh, in, in Brooklyn getting blown out by the big nobodies because the Lakers don't even have AD or Braun right now and still handle them pretty, pretty easily. Um, A Rod bought or is buying the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Minnesota Lynx from the NBA and the WNBA. Um, the NFL draft uh, is less than a month away, April 29th. We have a ton of teams positioning themselves for young quarterbacks that are available. Uh, the 49ers uh, made a move from 12 to 3 with the Dolphins. The Dolphins moved back up from 12 to 6 with the Eagles. And my New York Jets traded away former third pick Sam Darnold to the Panthers, signaling they will be picking a young quarterback with the number two pick, possibly Zach Wilson out of BYU. And lastly, baseball's back. Uh, it's up and running. We got uh, first two weeks uh, almost in the books today. Um, some stadiums are, are are basically half capacity or 15 to 25% with hopes uh, by the summertime being able to be 100% all uh, dependent upon, you know, vaccinations and uh, some of the numbers that come from the coronavirus. And uh, that's my two cents for this week. Hey, we want to say a salute to Mr. DMX, Mr. Earl Simmons, uh, his raspy voice and and that that baritone uh, raspy rap. Uh, Y'all going to make me lose my mind. Uh, Boy, that was a banger. Countless uh, amount of songs. And like we were talking about before, when, when somebody passed away, you really get a you get to go back and listen to some of the things that he did, man. He has countless amount of hit songs and just songs that just hit you to your core, you know. Uh, it's just too many to name. Right. And he had also turned around, uh, gave his life to God and started that 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 spiritual, that prayer uh, line where he had uh, kind of turned the corner a little bit. But may God rest his soul. Um, we definitely wish the best for... Uh, his family going forward, but uh, we have to wrap this up. It's been a, a minute before we were on, and uh, we're going to go ahead and check out, and we're going to ask that God continue to bless you, continue to keep you, and uh, we'll be back. Yes, sir. Ciao. For now. We gone.